Hey everybody, welcome back. One more episode, Your Mother Ate My Dog, the podcast. I want to start out this episode, though, with an apology. I'm sure you, Jesse, know exactly what I'm going to apologize for, oh, having having listened to the episode. Mm-hmm. Any guesses? Oh, well, you edited out the best part. Um, My apologies, actually, because I forgot to edit something. Um, so as you may have, uh, heard, uh, the first 10 seconds of the, the episode normally is the theme song. Right. And then we start talking, but in this, uh, the last episode, episode 48, uh, we watched, we watched a movie. I can't remember what movie it was, but I'm sure it was great. Uh, I forgot to edit the theme song and then us starting to, starting to talk. So it was just the theme song and then us talking in the theme song. Oh, um, my mistake. So I just want to apologize right away for that. And I promise to be better. I can't believe you've done this. But what do you think? What am I paying you for? I mean, idle hands. That's what we watched. It is what we watched. It was a good one. This week better worse well that remains to be seen i suppose um did you ever read the newspaper as a child yeah here and there you ever go into the comic section and uh read a comic or two yeah i'm very familiar with the comics do you have any favorite comics um if I were to pick a favorite, I guess maybe Family Circus. No, that's not my answer. Um, I don't know. I can't say I have a favorite. I think I know where this is going, though. But anyway, continue. I'm glad you didn't say Dilbert. That's for sure. Yeah. Okay. That's where I thought this was going. You hear what's going on with uh, with Dilbert these days? Yeah, not great stuff. Not great stuff, no. Dilbert, a racist. Yes. That's all we have to say about that. Just that's the first thing that came to my mind because again, I am not writing stuff down. This is all just off the cuff stuff. Right off the dome piece. Um, last week we talked about, I think last week was the scam of the week. Could have been the week before, but I think it was the week before. Uh, they have not replied again. So no scam of the week this week. What a shame. Um, so the movie we did this week, not that we're going to jump into it because I know you probably have a lot of stuff to talk about, but Super Mario Brothers, it came out in 1993, Mm -hmm. 30 years ago, ago. this year, a new Super Mario Brothers movie is coming out. So that's, that's exciting. Very exciting. Very topical. Totally, but Chris Pratt isn't very Italian. But boy, no. the, the Mario Brothers in this movie were very Italian. Do you think Bob Hoskins, who played Mario, is Italian? I, I don't know if he's Italian-American. My guess would do you know, be probably. Do you, do you know what he is, though? No, I don't know what he is. He's dead. Also, he's British, turns out. Turns oh. out he is was born in England, died in England. Oh well, could have me fooled. There you go. Uh, very he, easily fooled. He had a cameo, nineteen ninety seven. Um, he was Ginger Spice's disguise in the Spice Girls film Spice World. Okay, I think I remember that. He was also in Who Framed Roger Rabbit. A classic film that I haven't seen. You haven't seen it? No, I haven't seen Who Framed Roger Rabbit. No. Is that is that maybe an option for a future film? Possibly. It's not next week, so I'll tell you that. This is episode forty nine. Mm-hmm. So once we get past this one, it's fifty. The big five zero. I know, be your choice. Big, which is a big deal. Well, no, 
it'll be your choice because Super mm. Mario Brothers was my choice. Mm, mm, mm. Good point. So you're the one who has to make that decision, that big decision for five zero. Oh, so the next movie? Are you, wait, isn't this episode forty eight? No, no, no. This is episode forty nine. Episode forty eight was Idle Hands. Idle Hands, right? Okay. This is this is news to me. Well, it's not going to change my movie choice. I'll tell you that. Episode forty nine, Super Mario Brothers. Episode fifty, yours. You also had episode one. And episode 50. Seems like a, a problem. You also said episode get, 25. Let's get all the, the landmarks. Um, yeah, definitely confirmed Idle Hands 48. Yes, I just confirmed that as well. Because you didn't, didn't believe me. No. Okay, well, um, hopefully your movie for 51... Uh, was worth episode 50. Yes, I think so. It, it, it features a familiar face. I still Speaking have of, the, Oh, sorry. go right ahead. <laughs> Speaking of familiar faces, uh, I watched a Nicolas Cage movie this week. Oh, did you? Yeah, his latest one where he plays a character called Nick Cage. Is it the unbearable you, weight of massive talent? It is. Yeah, it's very good. Is that eight point two? Very good. Well, boy, I sure hope that wasn't the movie I was going to choose. Was it? But it, yeah, some tr- some crazy twist of fate. That is the movie I was going to pick. I'm not even joking. Well, you can still watch it. I mean, I just watched the movie. You sure did, and now I know it your score. Very fresh. Well, this would be the I first could... like we know the score before the episode. Well, I could edit that out. It's a. It was a point, so we don't normally do points necessarily. No, um, eight point two was um, my expectation score, which we don't do anymore. So. Oh, okay. Good save. Well, that will be our movie for next week. I'm still picking that. Very interesting. Very interesting. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Because, like, I mean, we just did a Nicolas Cage movie. I know I can't get enough of the cage. Like two movies ago for you. Yeah. Cool. Wild. Yeah. Um, or I mean, it, it's a Nicolas Cage movie, but it could also be a Pedro Pascal movie. Well, I'm uh, I'm big on the Pedro Pascal train right now. Let me tell you. Super Mario Brothers had had a little bit a little bit of Last of Us in it. A lot of fungus talk. There was a little bit of do the right thing in it too. Did you notice that? I did notice that um, one of the bad guys uh, was uh, also in that movie. Yeah. Richard Edson. Yeah. Life name. Great performance, by the way. Is that sarcasm? Could be. Um, okay. Well, anything, you know, we only do this once a week. Anything anything you're burning to get out um no i guess not really yeah but watching the last of us and watching through the house house of the dragon i haven't quite finished that yeah uh, i'm uh i'm watching you watch it on crave like oh he's up to episode eight good job yeah and i'm watching you watch your stuff too um yeah so on crave um although to be fair I'm not the only one who uses Crave. Mm-hmm. So you may see some weird stuff on there. Sure. Um, it was us who watched the first two episodes of um, season two of uh, the Pokemon series. Yeah, I was wondering who was watching Pokemon. Well, we saw that it, it came out like, oh, I mean, we're not really doing anything. Let's just throw it on. Yeah. It's great. Uh, I can't remember what else. Um, we're not the ones watching True, True Detective. I've oh, seen no. that a few times. Who's already. that? Uh, old roommates. Oh, okay. Man, Crave, don't let Crave hear this. You've got this account to like 12 people. Uh, it's in th- at least three different households, which is fine. They're not Whoa. charging us like Netflix is. 
Well, I appreciate I appreciate it. Um, I believe the movie for next week, um, Unbearable Weight of Massive Talent, is was that on Crave or is that on? I think it's on Amazon Prime. Prime. Right. Great. Slam yeah. dunk. I look forward to watching it again and perhaps having a, a different a different take on it. Are you going to watch it again? I'm not going to watch it again. Mm-hmm. Um, but I would because it's, uh, it's a movie worth watching a second time. There's this thing on Welcome to the Basement where it's called the Cinema Immersion Tank. And you watch the same movie five nights in a row. Which, I mean, it's not, they haven't done it very many times. But certain movies, you know, could warrant, a, you know, five watches. Like Primer, perhaps. Just to be able to wrap your head around it. Maybe that could be a score that we we bring into this. Just a yes or no. Would you watch this film five nights in a row? I like that idea. A cinema immersion score. Yeah. So, okay. Actually, here let's let's play a little of that. Okay. Uh, with movies we've already done. Okay. Um. Say Lars and the Real Girl. Would you watch that movie five nights in a row? Well, I mean, I don't know. I feel like watching a movie five nights in a row like might ruin it. I don't want to ruin that movie because I like it. And I don't feel like it's not like super deep. Like there's something maybe I didn't see on the first watching, you know, I don't know. I don't think I would. No, I guess it's, it's very specific. Like a movie like primer. Mm -hmm. Yes. I would watch that movie five nights in a row because every single viewing, you would see something different. Yeah everything everywhere all at once i think i would watch that five nights in a row for the same kind of thing yeah i could see myself watching that five nights in a row but a movie like charlie's angels probably yeah maybe not there is a movie i don't know if you have any movies like this yourself where i used to watch it say maybe in my late teens early 20s and i would use it as like a comfort movie and i would use it like to help fall asleep and that movie for me was the mask of zorro the first Zorro movie with Antonio Banderas. Right. And I would get, you know, about 10, 15 minutes in and be asleep every time. But it wasn't like as I was bored. It's just like kind of comforting. Do you have any sort of movie like that? No, but I've fallen asleep to the office quite a bit. Okay. So you have like a comfort show that you could fall asleep to. Yeah. Um, I would say that the unbearable weight of massive talent, not to get ahead of ourselves, is not a movie I would watch five nights in a row. Okay. A movie that I would not be able to fall asleep to, though, would be Super Mario Brothers. You wouldn't be able to they, fall asleep to that? No, because they scream too much. Yeah, that is part of my something I do want to bring up when we do get to it. Uh, well, we might as well get to it. Yeah, I think so. Well, we actually, I have one more question before we do that. Okay. Uh, what's the movie you've seen the most? Um, probably a Christmas movie. I think like a um, Jim Carrey Grinch or an Elf would be up there. Okay, and if but I don't, yep. I was going to say if you were to guess how many times you've seen one those movies like 10 times you think yeah i'd say 10 would be a good good number okay yeah that's Why all i wanted ask? to know i just wanted i just was just curious like I've, I've seen the mask of zorro for instance and i'm just going to include times i've seen it all the way through probably a good 25 to 30 times if i were to guess and i've also seen the road to El Dorado, probably a similar amount of times. Yeah. I I do not have a movie like that. Yeah. There's just some movies I don't mind watching over and over again. Probably the Lord of the Rings movies are probably not that high because it's kind of like a lot of stuff to watch, but it's probably, I'm at like 15 
for those. Never heard of them. Yeah, I know. Okay, well, yeah. Why don't let's get into the movie? I don't want to waste too much time. Super Mario Brothers came mm. out in nineteen ninety three. Mm-hmm. It was directed by a husband and wife team. Apparently. Okay. Um, stars Bob Hoskins as Mario. Uh, John Leguizamo as Luigi. Yes, Luigi uh, Mario. Lu- yeah, Luigi Mario. Um, there is no Peach, but there is a Daisy. Mm-hmm. There is no Bowser, but there is a King Koopa. Of course. This movie was, I guess, inspired by the 1990 game Super Mario World. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I believe the directors wanted this movie to be more like like a Ghostbusters, more like a Batman. Right. Like a um, a movie that that was kind of, it was in like real world, but exaggerated. Mm-hmm. It wasn't supposed to be like a video game movie. Well, they certainly nailed that. It was barely Mario related. They weren't even, okay, so obviously Mario is red, Luigi is green. Mm-hmm. They it kind of flipped that at the beginning. Um, and then at the, like the, at the very end, Mario is wearing red and Luigi's wearing green. Yeah, they just like put on those colors for absolutely no reason. And it, I mean, so Mario obviously is the lead. He's the the main character. Mm-hmm. But I felt this movie was more like a Luigi movie. Yes, he was. More things happened to him. And like the, yeah, all the whole thing with Daisy was more about Luigi than it was about Mario. For sure. The last thing, last thing I'll say before uh, you get into your points. Mm-hmm. Is that Bob Hoskins, who played Mario, didn't actually know the movie that he was making was based on a game until his son asked him about it. And then his son was the one who like, oh, hey, it's based on this game on my Nintendo Entertainment System. He's like, okay. Well, I could see that happening. He's an old man. Yeah, he he saw the paycheck. He said, sign me up. All right, so it seemed like you didn't, you weren't enthralled with this version um, of Super Mario. Well, were, Mario, were you? The world. I after, okay, so we watch a lot of movies that you love and I pan. Mm-hmm. So I try to give this movie, unlike Idle Hands, I try to give this movie more of the benefit of the doubt here. Uh-huh. I knew going in this movie was terrible. It had a terrible Rotten Tomato score. It like there's a background of like developing developing this movie, just how bad it was on set and everything. So mm-hmm. I I was more open to not thinking about this movie as a Mario movie, more of a movie itself. Right. Okay. So that helped that helped you, you think? Um it's still gonna be the worst movie I think we've seen. This um, year at least. This year, yeah, this year at least it'll give Ghost Rider kind of the a run for its money. Mm-hmm, um, mm-hmm. as an aside though, I was looking at our stats and I've I have rated Every single movie higher than you, except for last week's Idle Hands. Yeah. Anyways, well, I, think, I think we're gonna go back on to the to the trend on this one, unless something really surprising happens. <laughs> okay, you you let me know what you thought of the movie. Okay, I'd be happy to. It was um, a bit of a. Tr- it was very hard to watch in terms of like it was very cringy. And I found myself just like turning away from the screen a lot. There was a lot of like one-liners 
didn't work at all. Um, the acting was terrible. It wasn't funny when it was trying to be funny. It was not really that Mario related, which is what you said you were like trying to maybe separate the two because it was more of like a myth, uh, um, a Ghostbusters type of feel, I suppose. That's a good way of, of thinking about it. And um, I guess one of the, the biggest problem, I, if I were to pick one thing, would be the acting. It just made this thing nearly unwatchable. This might have been the worst acting we've seen in 49 episodes. It is pretty up there. Like, I could, I mean, if I were to pick the best performance, it was probably Bob Hoskins. But even then, it was not that good. Daisy wasn't bad. Who? Uh, Daisy? Oh, um, yeah, I guess so. She wasn't there very, that's very true. often, but. That's true. That's true. And I just like the whole thing between Luigi and Daisy was just like so stupid. So I just did not care at all. And oh, they just spent the whole movie yelling their names at each other. And I, I don't know what they were th- like with the dialogue. There was just so much yelling and they just it felt like they were scared of there to be any empty space. It's like no quiet, just always yelling and talking and saying stupid stuff. I'm like, I don't know if I think when I think of the Mario Brothers, if I think of them just like saying shit to each other all the time, they don't even really talk. It's a me. It's a me, a Mario. And hey, I'm... F- I'm Italian. You know, it's like, it was so over the top and just like stupid. And it wasn't stupid fun. It was like, there was a couple stupid fun moments, but most of the time it was just like cringy, not funny, unwatchable. Yeah. That's sort of my general breakdown of this movie. This movie was too long. It was too long. The, like a good representation of that is like the scene with the bob bomb. <laughs> yeah. I literally yelled at the TV. I'm like, just get on with it. <laughs> it was, uh, it was brutal. Yeah. Way too long. Yeah. Interesting. In- interesting decision to go with. Um, the direction that they did. Apparently, Nintendo was like, do whatever you want. Um, and they did. They did whatever they wanted. and they, they definitely did, yeah. It did not work. There was a an early draft of the script um, with Bowser. Uh-huh. Uh, there's Piranha Plants, um, Mushroom Kingdom. Uh, I mean, I, there was... Yeah, okay, we'll get into to that later but uh raccoon power Mm -hmm. um uh, bowser tells mario that your princess is in another castle which is a throwback to the game Mm -hmm. there the earlier draft was much more faithful to the games which would have been uh, much better i think so like this if they didn't call it super mario brothers and it was just two plumbers um in a dinosaur world I think it would have been better, maybe. Yeah, possibly. Like, yeah, you were just the whole time you're just hoping for a, looking for all those Mario World things, and they just weren't really there. And when they were, it just wasn't done well. How do you like the Goombas? The Goombas were really weird, but like, honestly, it was one of the better parts of of the movie. I think they were stupid, but they looked so. They looked so stupid. It was kind of funny. Yeah. And then the one with, so the Goomba with the harmonica was also Toad. Yeah. He used to be Toad. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And then there was a Yoshi. Mm -hmm. Like when I I think of Toad, I don't think of like a singing goofball. Like I just, that was the stupidest, like, um, 
realization of what a you know like a live action toad would be. So this is not toad like at all. It was so stupid. Yeah. Um, John Leguizamo played Luigi. He said that him and Bob Hoskins hated working on the film and would frequently get drunk to make it through. Hmm. Uh, they knew it would the film would turn out bad, and he, they thought that it would turn out bad because directors wanted a more adult movie while the studio was looking for a children's film. Right. Yeah, I wonder how this movie, like, I could just imagine, like, being a kid. I mean, I, I was, I guess, technically alive when this movie came out. And like going to the theater and like, oh, the Mario Brothers movie. And I would just be so disappointed. Yeah. Um, it did get a, a bad score, bad Rotten Tomato score. Um, but at the time, like the visual effects um, was pretty good. Um, and it was almost nominated for an Oscar for Best Visual Effects. Um, but they nominated The Nightmare Before Christmas instead. I guess there was, you can only have so many Disney films. Uh-huh. Um, so they liked the visual effects. Um, the act, they liked the acting as well. A lot of positive for the acting. That is crazy to me. Um, somebody from the Washington Post declared the Goombas the best movie heavy since the Flying Monkeys in the Wizard of Oz. Oh, yes. That's an apt comparison. But um, somebody from the Baltimore Sun thought Yoshi had more personality than all the human actors put together. So, Honestly, like, not that far off. I just, uh, I hated... And like you said, Luigi did seem like you know the main character. I just hated him. It just he was so annoying. It's like oh, yeah. gotta save the girls. Like you fucking barely know her, and I don't know. It was it was so stupid. Uh, he also was not a very good actor in that movie. No, no, he was. Uh, it was a he was glaringly bad. But I guess. You know, he was drunk. I guess so. That's true. Um, when, so at the end of the movie, um, when Koopa, King Koopa played by Dennis Hopper, who's also a terrible performance, um, when he dies, when he mm-hmm. is melted, turns into a dinosaur, is melted. Yeah. Um, and then the king, who was a mushroom, a fungus, turns yeah. back into human. Yeah. The Goombas don't also change back into human. Yeah, Makes I you think. That does make you think. I, well, we wonder, both uh, Mackenzie and I wondered, like, why did he just turn back to human? Like, it's just not really explained. No. So, oh, he's human well, now. Okay. Another thing like that is when the woman, Koopa's wife or whatever she is, mm-hmm. also bad, um, when she puts the thing back in the thing and then they go back to Manhattan, Koopa and Mario, when when she explodes and they ended up like using their plumber tools to unscrew it, Luigi and Daisy, uh-huh. why does Mario go back to Dino Hatton? Right. Because he's not originally from there. He's from like this world. Yeah. Yeah. That didn't make much sense either. And there was a couple like continuity issues too. I noticed. But like, I mean, they were kind of small, but I mean, I did notice them, so. Not great. No. And the, and the stupid, um, the cousins, like Spike and Iggy or whatever. Yep. They were, they were pretty annoying. 
I think they were more annoying when they became smart. Yeah, I didn't think they could. Honestly, I found them annoying. I was like, these these guys can't get any worse. And then you're right. They became smart. It was like, wow, they definitely became worse. The last um, error that I'll speak about happened as soon as um, the do the right thing guy got smart. He asked his pal, whether it's Iggy or Spike, Mm -hmm. what the square root of 26,481 was. Right. He answered 191, Mm -hmm. which is not the square root of 26,481. It's the square root of 36,481. So, Oh, close. Maybe. Yeah, kind of close. I wonder if they did that on purpose or they just like, it was just, they missed it. Who knows? Just silly. Just silly. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. What, what, what are some things you, you liked about it, the movie? Um, I mean, the Goombas were not bad. Mm-hmm. It was an interesting decision. I mean, they look nothing like the Goombas from the games. No, but like Toad doesn't look like Toad and Yoshi doesn't look like Yoshi and... um. There yeah, was Bertha? Is she is she something? No, I don't think so. Um the those boots that you could jump. Mm-hmm. Um Yeah, I don't know. The only parts that I liked that I laughed, I mean one of those scenes was like they were trying to make me laugh, and I actually did. It was when Mario and Luigi are like in the elevator with all the Goombas, and they're like making them dance. First of all, I'm like, why are you making them dance? How is this going to help you get out? And then they just started dancing. I don't know why, but I thought that was funny. And then also, they're like Mario and Luigi's handshake. Where they like, you know, grab each other's hands and go glug, glug, glug. I thought that was was hilarious. It was like really stupid, but it was funny. I don't think it was supposed to be funny, but I don't know. Who has handshakes anymore? Yeah, like I've, I've, I got to start doing that. I'm sure Mackenzie and I will start doing that. We already did it once since the movie was over. You glugged? Yeah, we grabbed each other's hands and went glug, glug, glug. Just because we thought it was really funny, so that was it. That was the; those are the two things I can think of that I liked. Dustin Hoffman wanted to play Mario, but they told him you were not the right guy for the job. Right. Then they were like, "Danny DeVito, you play Mario." Uh-huh. Uh huh. He's also offered the director. Job to Danny DeVito as Mario and the director, but he turned it down. See, I would have, I would have watched some Danny DeVito as Mario. Arnold Schwarzenegger was approached to play Koopa, but he's like, no. That would have been so much better. Michael Keaton approached to play Koopa, but he said no. Yeah, this is just making me think of how much better this movie might have been. I mean, I don't know if those. They would have saved it, but I'm sure it would have helped. Hmm. All right. Well, any final thoughts before we get into our scores? Glug, glug, glug. Oh, boy. Oh, there he goes. He's going to open the door. No. I'm still here. Um, okay, well. Are you, are you recording in a cave? It feels like that. I don't know. It's, there's just nothing on the walls in here, I guess. Yeah, that, that'll do it. At least in my last place, my last room, there are plants to absorb right. in the yeah. air. I don't know. We'll see how this works. And now in, in your padded cell, they don't let you put any art up. Okay, so what do we do? Acting first? Yeah, let's do acting first. Would you like me to start? Um, no, I'm okay. going to start on acting. Okay, you go right ahead. 
So, like we said, acting was bad. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I, I don't know if I've seen much of Bob Hoskins um, doing anything. So, I don't know if this is just his normal routine or if, you know, he's just bad in, as Mario. I mean, he wasn't that bad. He's probably one of the better ones, but mm-hmm. couldn't save it. John Leguizamo was perhaps the worst actor. He he has, he's not terrible these days. Perhaps this is one of his earlier ones. Mm-hmm. Just like even his physical acting was just awful. He just didn't care. Yeah. Dennis Hopper as King Koopa. I mean, he's a fine villain, not great in this role. Samantha Mass- Mathis as Daisy was fine. Uh-huh. I gave acting a 2 out of 10. Mm. Mm-hmm. Yep. Um, I also gave acting a 2 out of 10. Just some really bad, hard-to-watch acting. And Luigi was like one of the worst performances I've ever seen. Bob Hoskins, I thought actually was not too bad, but unfortunately almost every scene he was in, Luigi was also in and it was just kind of like, yeah, it just didn't, just didn't work for me. Big old two out of 10. All right. Well, how do you feel about um, the ending? The ending was also stupid. (laughs) It was like, <laughs> it was just like, I didn't care at that point anymore. And I was like, the whole time I'm like, what's this crystal? Like, I'm, there's no crystal thing in the Mario universe. And I was like, okay, maybe it's just like they're trying a new thing. And I was just like, well, who cares? It just, and then, and then the I did, one thing I do like that movies do sometimes is like, they'll hint at a sequel, but ain't no sequel going to happen. And you know that. And it's just, I don't know, I find that funny. So maybe that was like the one good thing about the ending. Um, but no, beyond that, it was just, it was just un, unexciting. And I just didn't care. Also a two. Uh, well, there was, there is a sequel coming this year, 2023. Right, right. If you want to call that a sequel. This movie made $38.9 million in the box office. What was the budget? Uh, 48. Ah, right. Um, ending for me a little bit nicer. Okay. Although I don't know why. Um, yeah, I'd be curious to know. It's kind of predictable. Uh Obviously you knew Mario and Luigi, maybe we're going to win, defeat the Koopa. How are they going to do it? Well, they talked about this machine that, you know, does whatever, uh, dehumanizes or whatever. <sighs> they talked about that machine. They had that machine in for like a long time. Uh-huh. It just kept being in it. There was even a point where they had like the middle of the movie, they knocked Koopa into it and like strapped him in and then like pushed his head up and then, he did the thing and all of a sudden, no, he's kind of a a dinosaur. But then it he, was like nothing really happened. Yeah, he was in it for like half a second and then just nothing happened. His eye turned reptilian for a second. Right. Um, Luigi kisses Daisy goodbye. Which is crazy because there wasn't really any sort of romantic thing there, but they Not did really. it anyways. Mm-hmm. Then they were in in the Italian version of this movie, apparently, the end of the movie is just Luigi kissing Daisy goodbye as they go through the wall to Brooklyn and the movie ends. Uh-huh. But in the one we saw, Daisy comes back and even though Daisy was like, I'm going to stay with my dad. Three weeks go by. And then she's like, I've, uh, let's go on a new mission. Yeah. I'm sick and tired of him. I gave it a three out of 10. Oh, well, that is very generous of you. Yeah. That is generous of me. Mm-hmm. 
How did you score the movie out of 10? Well, I found myself thinking about Ghost Rider. And um, I guess we're uh, two or three, I guess it's yeah, two weeks out from that movie or two or three or whatever. And I'm thinking back on it and I was like, you know what? That movie was bad, but it wasn't that bad. I mean, there were some redeemable qualities, you know. But this this movie just was, there's hardly any redemption to be found, save for the few things I, I mentioned, the, few, the two laughs I got out of it. And so I surely cannot give it any higher than a, a 2.5. And I won't, I won't be doing that. Um, it's not the worst movie I've ever seen. Um, that would be Dude, Where's My Car, which I gave, I think, a 1. Right? Or a 1.5 or something? I must give it a one. Let me check for you. Either one or one point five. You oh. gave it a one. I gave it a one point eight. Oh, okay. Sorry, I have two cats scratching the couch right beside me simultaneously. Right. It happens. It happens. Okay. Very good. Thank you. Yeah. You can exit. Thank you. Yeah. So I'm right in in between those two, and it's I would say it's a little closer to a Ghost Rider than it is. A dude wears my car. So I gave this movie, perhaps unsurprisingly, a two out of ten. I do not recommend you watch this movie. Two out of ten. So this movie to you is more like a ballistic X versus sever. Hundred percent. This is a ballistic X versus sever. Interesting. Okay, well, I'm giving this movie a 3 out of 10. A 3 out of 10, huh? 3 out of 10. Um, yeah. It did some stuff. The, I guess it was cool when they when they were plumbing and they like <laughs> went through the rock and they used their plumbing tools to get a crystal out of a meteorite or whatever. So you think Idle Hands was just like barely better than this? Like, okay, I gave Idle Hands four to ten. Mm-hmm. So like the whole one. So yeah, I do think they were similar, but Idle Hands, I guess, a little bit better. You thought this was as good as Aeon Flux. Have you lost your mind? Aeon Flux is haunting. way Aeon Flux is way better than this movie. Sorry, not the haunting. Um, was this? Yeah, I haven't really given a lot of threes. Just Aeon Flux. Yeah, I. That's okay. You can give it a three. You know, if that's what your heart's telling you, that's what you got to go with. I'm doing it. A three to ten. No, I'm fine. A two point seven five out of ten. Okay. Okay, I'm happier with that. Would you recommend this movie to anyone for any reason? Um, no, it's like a waste of time. It's a waste basically. of time. It is a waste of time. And I, I'm not going to apologize for picking it. Um, it was a movie that I, I feel like we needed to, to talk about. And we got a lot. We got an entertaining episode out of this one, I think. I think so. I mean, I will say I am. I mean, I've. This movie's been on. I'm knowing about this movie for a long time. So I'm like, okay, I finally watched it. And now I know not to watch it ever again. It's been a while since I picked a stinker. Um, it's yeah, good that's that true. You're, picking, you're picking a movie that will probably be at the very least in our top five for this year. So that's good. We'll have a lot of talk about that movie too, I'm sure. Mm hmm. This will also be, I think, by far the most modern movie I've picked. Yes, that's more of your thing, picking like the newer movies. I mean, the, that was a movie that I was thinking about picking before I watched it. It was just kind of like a a whim watch. A whim watch. It wasn't like a, wasn't like a planned thing. I think my most modern movie I picked was Green Lantern. So yeah, I don't usually pick the, the newer the newer movies. 
Your most modern movie you picked was Green Lantern. I think so. Yeah, definitely. 2011. That's insane. I like the older movies. I like them. Not that 2011 is particularly old, but... It's 12 years ago. Yeah. Oh, look, you can even organize by year. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah. What, what's funny about that? <laughs> well, like nobody else knows what you're talking about, but... Like I organized by year and the, t- the top 10 movies are all yours. And then it's me. But who has the oldest one? I think that's got to be it's you. It's got to be me. Yeah, you picked Rashomon. By far our oldest. Yeah, well, you're the only one this year who's picked movies in the 2000s. That is also true. But, I mean, next week, aren't your, isn't yours going to be in the 2000s? Are you still going on that whole, like, from the 50s to the... Yeah, so this is a 90s movie, so it will be between the year 2000 and 2009. I think that's a good decade for bad movies. Do you have already have a movie in mind? I do not. Um, okay. okay. That is something that I will have to look at. But considering this movie was so bad, maybe I'll pick a good one. But you've the odds of you seeing a movie, a good movie from the year 2000, 2009 is high. So it has to be, it's got to be an educated pick by me. Yeah. Well, um, thank you for picking this Mario movie. That's was, uh, yeah, I was just such, I'm just so happy. I watched that. We, yeah, we've, we pick good movies. We pick bad movies. I mean, I can't be too upset. I've, I picked dude, where's my car? And I picked a movie you hated called Idle Hands. And Ghost Rider. Yes, and Ghost Rider. Spice World. I mean, Dark City was the best movie you've picked this year for me, and that was a 6.5, so. Yeah, but this year has been my, like, year of bad movies. But next week, I don't think that's supposed to be a bad movie. Although I will admit it wasn't really, it was, I wasn't, gonna pick it for the podcast it was more like i would say more like mackenzie picked it and i was like you know what that's a good idea let's watch that and what are the odds that i i say that i saw the movie just as you were saying that you've already have a movie in mind me not thinking that it's that movie because what are the odds of you picking another nicholas cage movie just astronomical which will just be our third Nick Cage movie, right? I guess. I guess technically, our only it's only our third Nick Cage movie, but we got to get him on the podcast. Yeah, I'm sure he'll be happy to to participate. I'll reach out I'll to reach him. Out. Yeah, oh, you reach out to him. Just, okay, just make sure that you bring up the fact that we share a birthday. Oh, hey, that'll be a selling point for sure. Good old January. The good old the month of January, January eighth. No, <laughs> well, you could just like look up Nick Cage's birthday, and that's how you know. But I wanted to just to, to flex, but it didn't. Obviously, didn't work. Your birthday no. is not the eighth. At least it's it's close to that, right? He's not far off yet. Yep, 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 yep. I knew it. No, I just know you so well. Bearable weight of massive talent, episode fifty. It's an hour and forty-five minutes. Do you think you can do that? Yeah, that's fine. This was an hour and forty minutes of hell. So, yeah, um, this one a little bit not hell. It's an American action comedy film. Yeah, a little Pedro They're, Pascal. A, a little spoiler for you. Okay, there are quite a few references to old Nicolas Cage movies. That's great. I've seen a lot of them. Great. 
Okay, well. On Prime Video. Yes, that's, uh, I feel like that's like one of the only movies that they have. It's like it becomes more and more like a streaming service. I'm just like, should I even really bother? They don't got anything. Uh, I watch a lot of reality TV on Prime. Okay. okay. Um, that's where my deal or no deal is. Right. Um, they also have hockey. Um, every Saturday, sometimes they have Canucks games on for some reason. Every Saturday, sometimes? Um, every Saturday I look and sometimes they have uh, hockey on for some reason. Yeah. Okay. That's interesting. Yeah, it's fun. It's uh, I guess uh, they may as well put it on there. I mean, no one's going to watch the Canucks anyway. Am I right? Yeah, you're not totally wrong. For sure. Yeah. Okay. Wow. Episode 49. We've reached 49 episodes. We can only do it without... We can only do it with the help of our diehard audience. We appreciate each and every one of you. We really do. I, I could count you all on my hands, on my the fingers on my hands. Yeah, it's a it's a it's a tight knit group, but it's a, a well appreciated group. And if you're listening now and you think, hey, you know what, my friend uh, L- Lawrence would really like this, you know, you know, let him let him know about it. Maybe maybe he'd like it. There was somebody today. We sold our treadmill on Facebook Marketplace, and somebody came to to pick it up today. Mm-hmm. And I was almost like, hey, you you like movies? Um, check out a podcast that I have. Um, but I didn't. Did you really almost say something? It crossed my mind after I had left as a joke, though. I see. Like, I wouldn't have actually seriously done it. Right. Because I would have lost the $80, but... It would have been. <laughs> uh huh. It would have been funny. Yeah, I think so. I can see that being a good bit. Okay. All right. With that said, yes, I think it's time for us to wrap up episode forty-nine. Wonderful once again. Thank you so much for listening, Jesse. Oh, he's gone. He left for for more momentarily. Now he's back. Oh, did I leave? You did, very briefly. You said, thank you very much for listening, Jesse, <laughs> and then you were gone. Uh, thank you so much, Jesse, for, for being around and talking about the movie, and I apologize for the movie choice. That's okay. Once they again. Can, they can't all be winners, you know. I hope you all have a wonderful day or night or March. Happy March. Happy March. Glug, glug, glug. Goodbye forever. Bye-bye.